Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I missed that intro. Yeah. I really do. We'll re-record it. Yeah. I'm Kristen Carney, comedian, etc. Here, of course, with Marnie Kinneris. She is a best-selling author of Get Inside Her. Check out her website, winggirlmethod.com. Um, and our guest today is Sex with Emily, Dr. Mm. Emily Morris. Hi. Thank you for like joining us. I like doctor. I know. Pretty, just, I think it's cool. Only doctor. Only no. doctor. Um, you know, it was funny. Yesterday I had a doctor's appointment. And my mom's in town, and so she came with me. And she kept referring to the doctor as doctor. And I felt I've like I was in 1920 or something. She was like, doctor, actually, you know, and I was like, mom. I don't know what, what to call, call my doctor like sometimes. Bob? So I'm just, I, I would usually call. You see like Dr. Jones? Well, you, I would just not really address it. Yeah, if I, I had a question, I wouldn't, because he knows she's talking to him because he's the only one in the room besides me. And obviously she's not asking me questions. I'm an idiot. So <laughs> it's not like she has to specify who she's talking to. So right. she'd be like, instead of saying just like, you know, well, she's been getting really sick. Blah blah blah. She'd be like, "Doctor, she's getting really sick." <laughs> she was wants weird. To be respectful yeah. and be very clear on who she's talking to, even though, yeah. like, maybe you would start answering. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she just thinks yeah. you are that. I'm Doctor Bankman. Yeah. Um, or very smart. Maybe she thinks you have a lot going for you. I do. But she doesn't see you. That's another topic. To know the truth. I've been sleeping Let, with a doctor. You have. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about that. this. Do yes. You call him no. doctor. No, but I should. It's kind of hot. Does he call you doctor? Is it like a back and yeah, forth? Yeah, it's funny. He's like, like a doctor. He's like real. Like an You're awesome like a life. doctor too. No, but I'm like, you're a doctress. He's like, help, he's like saving lives <gasps> I like saving that term. Too. Yes, you are. You're, no, you're saving like lives in a more important way. He's like in the emergency room. But you're a doctress. I like that term I just came up with. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's because it's kind of sexy because you're a sex with Emily. Doctress. And like seductress. Yes. Oh yeah, pay me for that. Pay me for that. Your new branding. All right. Okay. So I want to make a quick announcement. Uh-uh. Right now, we are recording a special video for the people who listen to this podcast. And probably when this goes out live, it will not be ready yet. But hopefully, it will be ready <laughs> probably soon. Not. And we'll promote it a lot more. But it's like a behind-the-scenes look at our podcast because even like same with you, most people don't see you; they hear you a lot. Right. Um, but now they're going to get to see us, see what the podcast is about, how glamorous and amazing it actually is not. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be kind of interesting for people to see. But um, that's what we're doing right now. That's why there's all these okay, cameras. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be Hi. cool. And then also, um, you and Emily and I are actually doing a program together, and this will be a special bonus that will be a where part can of they that. get it? Probably it's not out yet. The so program we'll, is not out yet that right. we have made together. But it where will can be they get it? They will be, be able to get it. Pornhub. Just <laughs> it's me and Emily in the bedroom. Very excited for that. And you Porn have one job. more announcement as well that people should listen to the Adam Carolla show this Sunday. Yeah, so I'll f- be filling in for Gina Grad on the news on Adam Carolla That's show awesome. this Monday. Mm. Yeah, um, hopefully She's the that happens girl. a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High five. So everybody on this show has to listen yes. on Sunday and to tweet and just say yeah. how much you like me. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Carollas, uh, Lynette Carolla and I are doing a live show on May twelfth. Oh, in Hollywood high for five. her podcast. Uh, for, for crying, crying out, out loud. loud, and it's May twelfth at Tin Horn Flats at eight o'clock p.m. So cool! 
That's really awesome. Cool. You are like, I don't even want to go into this because we could talk for hours, but you are like nonstop. You, oh, can I say one more thing? Yes, Sorry. announce oh, no. everything. Because I, I am teaching a, um, a hustler, it's masturbation month, Bay. Yeah. Big month around. <laughs> yeah. People Big like, you know, As you if people aren't masturbating lately, enough, we need a month for a it. a workshop at Hustler Hollywood. Oh, I love Masturbation, that. walking people through sex toys and tips and tricks and how to make your sex life even better. It's for men and women. And that is May. And Do a lot May. of creepy people show up or no, are they normal people? I got to tell you, last time it was like 200 people and they were like normal, no, normal, whatever. Yeah. It's May 15th, Friday night. We're going to have drinks, 7 to 9. Hustle maybe Hollywood. I'll come. Oh, dude, please maybe come. Maybe I'll come. Do you see what I yeah, just said? Yeah, I love yeah. it. No, but maybe like, I will endless. join you. <laughs> um, feedback at Sex with Emily if you want to come. Come, come, Do you come, specify you that come. people can't masturbate there? Do you specify yeah. that? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you can go in the bathroom. Because you say mas- like it's a masturbation party. Right. Think it is a masturbation party. Like, no, you never know what's going to happen when the, after 10 o'clock. So. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Yeah. But that brings us on to uh, the topic that I want to talk about well, today, which is orgasms. Well, before we get to that, we have to talk about Bruce Jenner. Yes. Being the... Transgender. I watched the interview twice, actually, and it's two hours, and I don't ask me why. But I saw his son Brody yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we were on his on Brody's show. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I did want to get into it like a broader conversation on the transgender topic, but I think let's table that for next time because I think that I'd like to focus more on having orgasms because that's what Emily. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to reuse a joke then about the Bruce Jenner thing that I posted on Twitter, but I'll just pretend I'm coming up with it right now. Okay. He also came out on the show as a Republican, which I thought was a lot braver. Yeah, <laughs> Me too. To I really did. It's braver to be a Republican than a transgender in 2015. Yeah. I'm not I, kidding. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, but let's get anyway, to you. I want, I want to talk about orgasms because we've talked about it with you before. We've talked about the clitoris, lo- lots of things on a woman's body. Yes. But I, I want to talk about whether or not it is true that all women are capable of having an orgasm. An orgasm just in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, now, sir, there are women. I like to say instead of anorgasmic, people say women who can't. I just like to say that women are pre-orgasmic, that they haven't had an orgasm yet. Mm-hmm. There's very, very small percentage of women who actually cannot. Like for some reason, like they're you know the way their body the shape, they but it's very, very rare. The problem is a lot of women assume that makes men feel really bad right now. They <laughs> co- they thought it wasn't very rare, right. and he's like, oh, it's just. They can't Women do it. Women can't, can't do it, oh, and it's but, not me. But we're not talking about orgasm during intercourse, because right. that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Only 30% of women can have an orgasm during inter- intercourse. Yeah. And of those women, it's not even every single time. Okay. So I think what happens with women is is that they just, they just write it off. They think, you know what? I can't have one, and I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to focus on it. Or... They say, I can only have a uh, clitoral orgasm, not a G-spot. Or I can only have the G-spot. I can only have in this position that. And that's what Masturbation Month, for example, is all about. Because what happens is we have our first orgasm or second. And we tend to just be like, that's how we do it. I know I got to do this and that. However, our body has such expansive capacity for pleasure. And that the more time that you spend really focusing on your body, you'll realize like if you – like half hour a night or whatever you would you know once a week you start touching yourself in different places you're like wow i could actually have an orgasm yeah, there's something some that toys. feels good there oh i've never had a g-spot orgasm you got to train yourself like there's women you're like i can't buy a sex toy like buy one that targets your g-spot spend some few nights with that puppy and you'll be surprised just because a man you weren't able to do it with your partner then you learn your body and then you can say okay i know exactly how i moved with that toy i'm going to transfer it over to this penis but people are so <laughs> limited in their way of thinking <laughs> it works right? on this now let's try it with a cock right okay. <laughs> so yeah that's the story and the thing is like i want to tell women like don't give up like i had a friend in college she actually never had an orgasm 
And she's like, I'm she's going to wait to some internship for 30 days. She's like, I'm gonna spend 30 days every single night, and I'm just gonna have an or I'm gonna masturbate every night. And she did. Like every single Clearly night. Clearly putting a lot of energy into her internship. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was in the night. <laughs> and it wasn't like the first week, second week, third week, but like finally third, you know, third weekend, she had an orgasm. Until this day, she's still my best friend. She has like multiple orgasms every time she has sex. Really? Literally. She's like and if she doesn't, she's, like, pissed. Like, she's married. She's like, I only had, like, one, and it was socked. I'm like, but you had th- you usually have three or four. And what I'm saying is how selfish. do people say that they've she's done that? Selfish. Like, who's not really... a lot of people. Not but a lot so, of people. Okay, so you're saying that she did not give up in those first three weeks and felt absolutely nothing in those like, first nope, three weeks? Nope, no orgasm. I mean, she felt like she was learning her body. Who so she was trying different things every single time. Who has sat there and looked at – no one wants to look at their vagina, but, like, why not? I went to this <laughs> weird gynecologist lately. Not weird. I put makeup on mine. You yeah. Eyeliner. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Soft eyelashes, something. Yeah. yeah, no, that's you know whatever makes you feel good about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I could go on. So now we're just the gynecologist. I went to a gynecologist, and he was like, "Hey, a new gyno," and he's like, "So, um, I have a question for you." He's like, "My legs are up in stirrups." He's like, "So, do you want to look?" And I was like, "Really?" Does he know what you do already? No, uh, no, I didn't tell him. Really? And, and I was like, uh, "Yes." Yes, yes, I do. And like, and he's like, okay, "Wow, labia, labia, like pointing it out to me." Like, oh my I god, think that's actually a really good idea. Me too. And he's like, "You know what's so funny?" He said, "Most women say no. Most of my clients, patients, don't ignorant, want to. ignorant." Well, you know, what? I would say that would ignorance be an embarrassment because he's a man. And if some man said to me, "Do you want to look?" I would be like, "What are you getting out of this?" Yeah, like, I would, would think s- that was kind of weird. I would want to look. I would be like, like "Are yes. you hitting on me?" Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, like, are we doing like, this together? I need better lighting. First of all, can we talk about the gynecologist? It's lighting like this, which is very fluorescent. Yeah. Let me go shave. I'll be right back. I need I some know. mood lighting, a little music. Well, actually, I, maybe so I, I, I want to ask a question about what do the guys who are listening to the show, because I, I know the girls listening to the show can use that information that you just gave. It's absolute gold. And I, I wish every woman who is listening to the show will go and, you know, dedicate a month of their life to masturbating. But <laughs> what can men do with this information that you just provided? Um, so okay. men who are not in relationships, who are in the dating stages, like, and they're they're potentially going to be sleeping with women. How can they use this information okay. to benefit themselves? They can, first of all, foreplay. Foreplay is a suggestion. I mean, it is it's not a suggestion, actually. It's a requirement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you need to, when you're with a woman, pay attention. Pay attention to, first of all, slow everything down. I've said this go five times slower than you need to. Oh, you guys yeah, are so excited they're having sex they're like ripping your clothes I off. I just started talking slower and then my voice got deeper. <laughs> you were like go slower. I was like it'll be sexier and then I sounded like a man. Yeah. <laughs> my totally. jokes are awkward today. No, no, they're awesome. Thank you. You're always awesome <laughs> and beautiful and smart. Thanks. So I I think that you got to pay attention to the person you're with and you can tell when a woman's getting turned on. You know, she's like her breath starts quickening. She starts to moan. Her She's pal- moving her pelvis. Right. Starting. I mean, you want her to be like so ready and begging for it. But as far as understanding her own body, guys get so bummed. Like, you know, they'll email me and say, God, she can't have an orgasm. What am I doing wrong? Honestly, women need to take responsibility for their own orgasms. And how guys can help them do that is to say to them, so, you know, what can I do? Like, show me show me what feels good to you. Or mutual masturbation is a great thing. Why don't you both just get together? You both masturbate. It's sexy, hot. Watch yeah. each other. And then he sees exactly how she touches herself. Um, what makes her feel good. And then maybe he can, she can take his hand and guide it or who knows what could happen. Yeah, and that can be super sexy. Fight. Another thing is that guys shouldn't be bummed out that these women, a lot of them just can't orgasm during intercourse without a little help. And by that, I mean clitoral stimulation is key for women. So the reason why a lot of women aren't having orgasms during intercourse is because it's not so they could use their hands 
use lube first. Lube. Mm-hmm. I'm like lube on every nightstand. That's like my huge. Like I think that lube is and so you underrated. make an amazing lube as I well. It, I love my mm-hmm. lube. It's emilyandtony.com. Mm-hmm. And um, so add some lube. Your fingers. A sex toy. Like I think we've gone way beyond the point of guys. I used to have to, at the beginning of my show ten years ago be like. Okay, guys, don't worry. She's not going to leave you for her vibrator. I mean, it doesn't cuddle. You know, like I had to like explain to guys. <laughs> right. like, but now it's it like, does. Believe me, I've tried. I, I have too, really. It doesn't. Uh, but they're all this one, the teddy bear vibrator now. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I didn't get it because yeah. I was afraid I actually would never need a man again. But right. um, but it really, you know, there's these little clitoral vibrators. It doesn't even look like penises, but you can hold it over her. I mean, yes. there's just things that you could do to help her orgasm. Now, also, besides, of course, oral sex. A lot of women can only orgasm that way. So you get down there, you move slowly with your tongue, and left, you know, you ask questions, and right. you just, yeah. I mean, so it sounds like overall, you're saying don't be afraid to get involved. Get involved, be part of it, and don't assume it's just going to magically happen. And then yeah. don't beat yourself up when it doesn't. Right. Yeah. And don't 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 become insecure. Right. And, and ask questions. Yeah. Not in but not in the moment. Like we don't be like, honey, what left? Right. But you can just kind of be like, does that feel good? You know. But afterwards, maybe the next day or at breakfast, you'd be like, so last night. You know, here's the thing. I always say communication is a lubrication. But what I realize is that people are like, yeah, great, I'll talk about it. But I don't know how to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. we are not trained to talk about sex. In fact, most people avoid it like the plague. Like, yeah, they it's uncomfortable. Never, because at the beginning of a relationship, there's nothing to talk about because sex is amazing the first six to 12 months. Like, mm-hmm. not to talk about it. Like, we're having sex 16 times a day. It's amazing. Six sex eight. changes. I don't know. You know when you get together with someone, right. all you do is have sex. Like, I remember being someone like, we had sex eight times today, yeah. you know, at the beginning of a relationship. And then... And it changes. And it's like eight times a year. <laughs> but, so, you don't know how to do it. So, here's the thing. From the very beginning, sex should be fun, right? Like, I just think that we make... The ways that we talk about sex now is always like, it's a problem. Or like, what can I do to, like, spice it up? Or like, she's not doing this, he's not doing that. And if you learn to say, God, last night, honey, I noticed that... When I was kissing you, it seemed like, you know, down there, I was pouring oral sex, like you were breathing. It looked like you were getting close. And then you stopped me. And I feel like, you know, I'm not sure. Was it close? You make it just kind of like a fun, you know, was that, you know. Inquisitive or, conversation. Right. Or, God, that was so hot when you orgasmed. I was like, and was it because you were on top? I mean, I loved looking at you. And like, what else could we do? I mean, just, it's fun. Like, do a, do a what is it called? Like a play-by-play or whatever after, but like in a fun way, like, like a sports what, desk. Sports desk, right? Last night you went down to me. Like what's his name? Not Kareem. What I is his name? I gave you a blowjob. You came in my mouth. I went to the bathroom. I came back. This touchdown was amazing. We liked it. No, but you're. But what you're you saying, saying is make everything lighter so that yeah. it's fun instead of like this heavy conversation. Right. Okay. I noticed last night that you didn't come. Like what's going on? Right. And is it me? And then the thing is, is that yeah, yeah it's heavy. And then a lot of times we don't talk about it. And then we blame ourselves. Yeah, just becomes mind go, games. And then you 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 pull back sexually, which is why it gets down to eight times a year because all these insecurities build up, and it's just horrible for both people. Exactly. So if the sooner you start talking about it and addressing it, because most of the things that we're worried about, like guys are like, oh, did she notice that I didn't last long enough, or I got a little soft, or I came too quick, and she's never going to want to sleep with me, get emails all the time. Like, yeah. does it mean it's over? It's like women, we're pretty, we're pretty lenient. Like first few times something happens, it's like. We're okay. We're not yeah. judging as much as you are. So, you know, most of the time we're actually internalizing it as if it's yeah. our right. fault. He wasn't like, turned on by me. Yeah. And the guy's thinking she's never going to sleep with me. So that's why I'm saying people exactly. got to talk. What do you think about pheromones? Because we have a guest coming on to our show who's going to be calling in and he sells pheromones and he really believes in it. I actually have seen the scientific proof given to me by him that it actually does work and exists. What do you think about pheromones? I think pheromones are interesting. I think that, you know, 
I there are a lot of pheromone products on the market right now, and I think, and I've heard great things too from people. Love Potion Mostly number nine. People, people who, exactly no people who work for the companies specifically, yeah. but they do have great stories. Like I just came back from a sex show this weekend, and um, <laughs> I know no. One Her life is amazing. <laughs> I had no sex. By the way, what is the sex show? What, it was what the sexual health expo. No, it was it was called the sexual health health expo in Scottsdale. Oh, it's an expo. Yeah, it wasn't really, but I, everything's a sex show. Yeah, but I was um, I was talking about wait, what did you say? Oh, pheromones. There was booths there with toys and stuff like that, and they smelled amazing. And she was telling me it's called Eye of Love. Actually, these products they're really cool. And she's like, you know. This woman I gave it to, she's like, she's in a wheelchair and she she had no confidence and she wasn't feeling good about herself. And I gave her a bottle of this and she came back and she was like, I swear to God, I feel so much more confident and people are approaching me. And it wasn't What's even the about difference sex. between that and perfume though? Well, see, the thing is, is that I like, I love the perfume. I wear like this Joe Malone that I love and I feel like really confident. People are like, I oh, you smell amazing. Like I wear, I had never changed it. And so I feel good about that. It's not like guys are like, there's more like, I was just going to say, like, dicks in my back. That's, like, when you wake up in the morning and it's, like, a dick in your back. No. Right. There's not, like, there's more, like, guys. I don't know. So Dick in my back perfume some, right, there may, by Emily Morris. Maybe there's some, um, I, you know what, it's inconclusive because it could, cause it could work for some people and not work for others. Right. I have no opinion, honestly. If okay, well, I want to hear what he has to say. confidence and it makes you feel good about yourself. And if you wear it and all of a sudden guys haven't asked you out in a month and then now there's a million or men keep or wearing women, it. Or when it's for men, too. Yeah. Dude, I just go for it. I just pulled up pheromones, and it's I. I think we all have an, a general idea of what they are, but it says pheromones are chemicals that are secreted in our sweat and other bodily fluids that are believed to influence the behavior of the opposite sex, such as triggering sexual interest and excitement. Anytime the word secreted comes into anything, I'm not turned on. That's such a creepy word. <laughs> well, that says it's supposed to. Yeah, it's just a mimic. It's, it's like so humany or something. I know, secrete. No, Ugh, gross. No, but, but, um, but, but I've even I'm, read things where it says, like, if you don't like the smell of another person, it means that you're actually biologically not well, supposed that, to be with them. That is true. So mm-hmm. scent is a huge indicator of someone. If you're like, I, I don't feel it, you, you wouldn't want to be with them. And that yeah. is true. So to say that you could mimic the, our natural secretions yeah, right, in a, I don't in a formula. Like, and also when I went to this table, this thing, she had 15 different kinds. So yes, maybe pheromones work, but which one of your pheromones? Did you like, smell them? Do they smell? Like perfumes, or do they smell like bodily oils they, and like poop? God, I had one in my, I had one in my car. But it smells, it smells, it smells nice. You said, yeah, they smell really nice. They do. So you know what? I'll try it. And I'll get back oh, to you on it. Okay. Well, yeah. we're, we are going to get draw, uh, Dr. Adland. We brought you on today because you are an expert with pheromones, and we actually have Dr. Emily Morse in studio, who is the amazing Sex with Emily, and we were talking a little bit about pheromones before you got on air, but you are the expert, so we want to hear about pheromones and how guys can use the knowledge of pheromones and scented pheromones to add to their success with women. Sure. Yeah. No, thanks for having me, Marnie. Um, Of course. You want to... So the question was... How can guys use pheromones to, I guess, attract women? Is that right? Yes. So sorry about that. It's okay. My mom calls me all the time, too. Yeah. No, this is adding to all the fun stuff of radio. Um, But yeah, definitely how guys can use it. But actually, I want to talk to you. I want you to talk a little bit more about the scientific proof behind pheromones so we get a, a better understanding of what they are and why they actually work. 
Well, I mean, uh, let's see. So back in 1986 at the Chemical Census Center in Philadelphia, they discovered that uh, humans respond to pheromones. Um, they've known about pheromones since the 1800s because it's something that, uh, that they've used in, in the breeding of animals and, and controlling of crops and things like that for quite some time. Um, but they had not discovered them in humans until this uh, event in 1986. And since then, um, there's been a lot of interest in studies, uh, double-blind university studies that have gone in and tested all kinds of aspects with regard to people's ability to produce and respond to pheromones. Um, so, for example, um, there are, well, oh, let me back up just one second. There's, they have, uh, let me, big overview here. There are pheromones to attract men and there are pheromones to attract women. Okay. But all aspects of this has been have been studied. Um, and so like, for example, pheromones to attract women, which <clears throat> seems to be, get a lot of attention. These pheromones um, are, akin to testosterone. And they're very similar to the testosterone molecule. And they're kind of like uh, molecular uh, derivatives of testosterone. Okay. And um, we have an organ just inside our nasal passages called the VNO, the veromonasal organ. And there's a, a nerve that goes from this little pit of nerves inside our noses that goes directly to the limbic region of our brains. Okay. And what happens is, is that, you know, when small trace amounts of pheromones are detected, uh, little receptor sites in the, uh, in the VNO inside our noses, uh, it sets off a, an impulse uh, through a nerve, nerve pathway to the limbic region of our brains, uh, kind of setting off a cascade of events that um, that happens sort of subconsciously. And what happens is is our endocrine system kicks in with mood and libido elevating hormones that start circulating through our our bloodstream. And uh, every species of animals, I mean, like almost every species uses pheromones. They're, they're a way of attracting the opposite sex. Anytime that, uh, like, you know, you had a cat or a dog go into heat, you've seen... Drew, what I hear you saying, because like Emily kind of said it before, because she was at this expo over the weekend, and... Um... Cheap. You yeah, put there's it a on? lot of products that you know, there's a lot of like manufactured products that sell you know products with hormones in them, and they're like you could buy this, you could buy yeah. You know. But you said it boosted your confidence. Yeah, well, people were saying that that you wear it and then it boosts your confidence, and who knows what came first? I do believe in right. So, do you believe in the manufactured products with hormones in it, or are we? Is it oh more no, about, he actually sells some as well. Oh, but what do? I'm Got hearing it. Drew say is that it that it simulates testosterone on a certain level, which actually can provide confidence right. to the person wearing it and then can also do something for the person smelling it. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Well, the, the fair, okay, for example, uh, when uh, a man sweats, the, the pheromones come out through the sweat glands. Okay. And they're concentrated around the um, areas of the nipples, underarms, and groin. This is where, they, where they're finding the most of the most pheromones. Um, they are these... It's crazy these, they can detect them... Uh, <laughs> underneath like the fish smell and the bo smell <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah well i mean yeah so yeah kind of like uh a, it's 
more or less BO, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, it's it's not though. I mean, honestly, right. um, pheromones pheromones come out through the sweat glands. Actually, what happens is that when they come out through the sweat glands and they come out onto the skin, the bacteria that causes the BO yeah. actually trans forms uh, one of those pheromones into two other pheromones. Okay. Oh. So a little and BO so, can go a long yeah, way. Yeah, it metabolizes. The bacteria <laughs> metabolizes the pheromone, and it becomes two other, two more pheromones. Um, and so you're getting it, these. There's three. Those so there's three pheromones there. Uh, those three pheromones are in our formula to attract women, um, and you're getting the benefit of all three pheromones. But why, why is it that? Why is it that one that attracts women? Like, so it's it's the testosterone pheromone, or the one that is affected by testosterone that suddenly, when if women do smell that pheromone, that increases their libido, their attraction. What, what what's what is exactly going on that it makes attraction heightened? Right. So okay. So a woman's a woman detects these pheromones. They're kind of like they're in the air, right? Right. And uh, she's she doesn't like smell a you know a, a fragrance that's appealing to her. This all sort of happens subconsciously. So these these pheromones are they're in the air around you, and a woman uh, subconsciously is just you know exposed to them, and it has this uh, way of uh, increasing her her mood. And libido. Okay, and this is like for every woman, or just the women who are responsive to this? No, the, no, every every woman. I mean, all women are are uh, sensitive to to pheromones. Okay, so it basically gives you a leg up and could it makes potentially me, boost your confidence. It makes me wonder how it works in like the gay community where a man's attracted to a man. Right? Is he also attracted to the male pheromones? Men are attracted to the pheromones that attract uh, men, um, even though, like psychologically, a man uh, may be ha- maybe uh, you know predisposed to to uh, be attracted to same sex. the the biolo- The biological mechanisms to respond to pheromones are basically the same; they remain unchanged. So, if a if a man wants to attract men, uh, he wears the pheromones uh, to attract men. Um, and these are a different group of pheromones. They're, um, th- yeah, these aren't, these are, um, sort of like derivatives of estrogen actually. And so estrotetraenol is a, a pheromone, uh, found in our formula to attract men. Okay. Um, but gay men would wear this to attract men. Okay. And well, that's not smell. our audience. So let's not continue talking about that. But that's really interesting. I, I'm so sorry we have to like cut everything short. But this is, that is an interesting topic. But I want people to check out your product because I think there's a lot more information on your website, a lot more scientific evidence that backs up pheromones. I, I don't know whether I believe or I don't believe, but I know I, I have responded to people who have worn them before. Um, so – Again, it could be a mixture of a million things. I have no idea. But if anybody wants to find out more about Drew and the pheromones that he is uh, creating, please go to winggirlmethod.com slash Drew, winggirlmethod.com slash Drew. And I do have one question for Overanalyze This because we're going to get kicked out by these puck guys in two minutes. But 
Uh, Drew, please stay on the line so you can take part in this question because it's actually targeted towards you. Uh, hello, Kristen. Hello, Marnie. And whoever is the guest uh, in the slot for this week, hello to you as well. Long-time listener to your show. In fact, I've heard every show since the fir- first broadcast. In my humble opinion, the Ask Women podcast just continues to improve like fine wine. I've actually found <laughs> No, we're myself- just getting older and we're women. I know. And that's the way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I've actually found myself uh, replying, uh, replaying certain exceptional podcasts and taking note. Wow. May I also add that I've hired Marnie years ago for coaching I, and I still am persuaded there is no one better for her intelligence and a fair price. Oh, thank you. I'm a cheapo. I don't believe the topic, uh, this topic has ever been broached on the show. If it has, maybe you can unpack your thoughts again. When a lady is, for example, at the grocery store or Starbucks or the library, etc., and her perfume is definitely filling the air around her, is it more than likely... An indicator that approaching her is permitted. Is she signaling? Is perfume saying Mm -hmm. approach me? Or in the lady's mind, is perfume merely an enhancement to her beauty? I'm not inclined to think a woman is necessarily desperate just because her Chanel number five is strong. Very often they are quite attractive women and they do flash warm smiles my way. So I put it to you ladies. What's the story on perfume? And Emily like popped up with a no and I'm going to pop up with a no too. I just spray it before I leave the house. It's like what I do. I grab my keys. I grab a lipstick. I Face of perfume. Well, but it's not, I'm not the, saying, hey, come talk to me now, baby. But although, yeah. you know, I'd like to be approached, but that's not my sign. For me personally, I think perfumes and colognes, depending on what the smell is, it smells like desperation by trying too hard. Like that's when what you the, do too much. Yeah. Like that's that, the brand of every single cologne to me. But, so, e- but if, if they do too much, you're saying. So you it, don't like wearing perfume. No, no. So, and you don't want to be approached. Maybe there is a correlation. Yes. That yeah. could be true. No, I, I agree with Emily. There is no correlation to. I don't even know really how to state this. Just because a woman puts perfume on does not mean she wants to be approached. But if that's what you need to believe to make the approach, right. then please exactly. approach everybody with perfume. Totally. Follow them around the store. I used to follow people around the stores who wore the perfume angel because I loved the smell of it. it like, it got me. It was underneath. My, and now I hate it. I can't So they changed the name anymore. of the right. cologne to Stalker. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I... You know, when people do per- perfume on, I think because it makes them feel good. They're Absolutely, not cautious yeah. or insecure Drew, you, about their smell. Do you find people who are buying your um, pheromones are doing it out of desperation because it's like their last ditch effort? Or do you think it's just something good to do? No, I mean, it's um, it's I don't know if it's out of desperation or not. Uh, people buy it when they're married. They want to spice up their love life. Mm-hmm. People buy them when they're single because they want to uh, meet and attract uh, somebody new. And right. so, you know, they could be it doesn't they don't have to be desperate. They just, you know, yeah. maybe well, they it, want it, an edge or they want to up their game or you know, but it, do it's better sparking than they a different would. sense as well. Like I think you've talked about it on our show before, yeah. Emily. Like you want to target the senses, like yeah, absolutely. target smell, sense of smell for right. sure. Why not? I mean, I, I I have nothing I mean, I don't think it's um I mean, it's the people that you can smell from 10 feet away that just don't have a good sense of their yes. own sense and then they, they, it makes you uncomfortable. So well, how do people a... avoid that? That's the that's a good question. They need a, good, they so need a best friend. Yes. They need someone to tell I can't them. stand it when people wear – I can't even stand when we leave this podcasting studio because they used to have this uh, horrible diffuser. like infuser scent thing. And I smelled like an old man when I left here. And I was like, oh, who did I hug? It was gross. Well, I can't stand it. Of course I have to reference Jerry Seinfeld because he had a joke in one of his old stand-up specials about a woman wearing perfume on her wrist. Like why do you – you spray it on your wrist like why do you put it in that spot and is it you know he would uh, his punchline was something like when she slaps you do you just get like ooh, like you get distracted because you're like oh that smelled so good yeah but that's one of the areas on your body like that that's an erogenous zone and that is supposed to really absorb the perfume 
then emit the scent and it stays longer. Isn't that right, Drew? Something like that? I think so. Is he You're gone? About yeah. Applications on the wrist? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, we always tell people to put pheromones on the exposed areas of skin, like the back of the neck or the forearms and wrists. Yeah, that's where people yeah. usually put the that's, perfume. That's the, the, the part of the skin that, that is out in the air. Interesting. Well, well my butt very... is going to be uh, covered in pheromones because that's what I put up in the air. You do. Mm-hmm. And people can watch the video to see that that's so not true. Um, okay, but sorry to cut this short for overanalyze this. I was hoping we would have more time oh. for questions, but we do not. Uh, but again, Kristen, tell people where you are going to be on Sunday so that they make sure to listen to you. Well, I'll be on the show on Monday. Um, oh, on Monday. You can check out. It's just the Adam Carolla show um, and tweet him at Adam Carolla and yeah. see A-R-O-L-L-A and let him know that you really like me on the show. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, Drew, for being on the show. If you want to check out Drew's pheromones, Mm -hmm. go to winggirlmethod.com slash Drew and the lovely Dr. Emily Morris. They have a million places to to find you, but you're doing a masturbation workshop? Yeah, masturbation workshop, May 15th, Hustler Hollywood. My last workshop was amazing. I'm just telling you, because so many people came, it's fun, we've got drinks, we've got toys, giveaways, that's May 15th, and then also... STD giveaways? STDs, (laughs) there are an SDD test if you want. We actually have oh, one sweet. in the box. Uh, you need to come. We That's amazing. Talk. Uh, also, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, it's all sex with Emily. Follow me. I answer your questions. I love that. And then May 12th with Lena Carolla, CA whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, May 12th in Hollywood. I love it. And if you say, have yeah. questions for us to answer on air that we will hopefully get to one day, uh, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Calm. Uh, these questions entertain us and they keep our brains fresh. So thank you for asking your questions and please continue to do so. Um, I just lost my train of thought. But new episodes of our podcast are available every Thursday. You can download them from iTunes or you can subscribe so you don't have to download it all. And they just go into your phone or device automatically. But you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. And we hope that everybody will get a copy of this behind-the-scenes video we are creating about the Ask Women podcast where you will get to see all the ins and outs of what really goes on. And you'll see what was edited out of this show that you did not get to hear episode but thanks